You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode three of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Office Apps and Services MVP and Microsoft Regional Director Eric Overfield. Hey, this is Christian Buckley, and I'm here with Eric Overfield. Like, we just saw each other. We are just hanging out. I know. It's good. Four, four days ago. Yeah, Utah. SharePoint Saturday, Utah. And uh, so, Eric, introduce yourself. You know, talk about what's, what's in your company, what you do. Sure. Hey, all. My name is Eric Overfield. I'm president, co-founder of Pixelmel. I'm also a Microsoft MVP, uh, as well as a Microsoft regional, regional director. Uh, here at Pixelmel, we focus on building custom portals and solutions for our clients on top of Office 365, Azure, and SharePoint. Um, uh, Azure and SharePoint. We're just we're looking to help clients build those those successful portals that help drive user adoption. And, also, and, and Eric also stepped in and is uh, you know so in Northern California especially. Well, you get involved with a lot of SharePoint Saturdays, but. So when I had gone in and, and helped launch uh, a number of these SharePoint Saturdays in the Western U.S., um, Sacramento, Silicon Valley, yep. <clears throat> can't remember, did you attend the East Bay one back in 2010? No, I didn't. Okay. No, that was one year before I really got involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, you know, that was back with, so I helped start like SharePoint Saturday, Los Angeles, Sacramento, yep. Silicon Valley, Bend, yep. Oregon, helped yeah, with Portland. Bend. Salt Lake, Phoenix, a bunch of these. And Eric now, like you're like the primary driver of Silicon Valley and Sacramento, but I know you're involved in a bunch of other ones because you helped with Redmond for years mm -hmm. as well. And Yeah, I kind of followed your model and tried to help seed the, the West Coast. I mean, Denver on West and almost all of them are doing great by themselves, which is, which is what we want to see, right? I mean, I can't be everywhere. You can't be everywhere. It's, it's really wonderful to see the community step up and deliver great SharePoint Saturdays. LA just had one. Yep. San Diego just had one. Really, really cool. To and see Hawaii. That. So Honolulu's had a number of those. Have yeah. you been to one of those though? I've I not have, been. I've been to a couple. It, okay. It's tough for me just because it's a uh, expensive flight ticket. But yes, it's a beautiful yeah. spot. It's a, it's a fun technology event slash boondoggle. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, SharePoint Friday or Saturday slash Friday. Yeah. It's, on Friday, yeah. I well, that's it. it makes sense for Honolulu to have theirs on a Friday because yeah. really, who is going to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, use their Saturday work on a Saturday? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but we're actually talking about something completely different. So yeah. it's it's funny. So like we just kind of were we're talking at the event, and I, I didn't know you had an interest in it. You didn't know that I was involved. One of my clients in the topic, but is around blockchain. Yeah. And so I mean, what's what's your level of, of uh, activity in that space? It pulls out the inner geek in me, and it's all hyped. We, I get it. Blockchain's hyped. What's really cool, when this record is happening, we just blew the top off of blockchain uh, on top of uh, cryptocurrencies. So it's kind of like nice that I can talk about what's happening with blockchain, and we can get past the whole cryptocurrency craze that's going on. Blockchain itself, when I looked at the protocol, I looked at the tenants behind it, I saw beauty. I saw technologically geeky beauty that, that can change the world as, as – Lame as that sounds in today's hyped world of cryptocurrencies. I think on the enterprise side, on the government side, on the sociological side, not on the cryptocurrency side, uh, the, we're going to be talking about this for, for 
a very long time. And, and I like to go back to thinking about um, yeah, like the early 90s when uh, this, this well, was before the 90s, but when the protocol TCP came out, TCP IP, the base of the internet, when it first came out, uh, it was this protocol that people were like, oh, cool, we can communicate somehow, but no, somehow. And people were like, okay, well, now what? And then email was created. People were like, oh, well, we can now send email across. We can send this electronic mail. Oh, cool. The first, like, killer app of the internet. And it wasn't until years later that HTTP, the web, www, really came out back in, like, 94, 95. It took time for that to catch on. And look where we are now with the web. I yeah. see blockchain just like that. This is technology that is so cool. Yet, we don't even really know what to do. There's all these people promising that we're going to change the world. Government's going to go away because of this. It's a lot of hype. But the underlying protocol, the underlying technology and the idea of blockchain, it, it's in give it 10, 20 years. Right. And that's the way. And so my background, too, is uh, so I worked in you know, so supply chain collaboration. So you think of some of those. And I was actually involved as was part of the uh, the marketing advisory board for the Global Grid Forum. If you remember GGF and were involved with that. And so my co-founder at the time, a company that I software company I started was sat on a, a number and actually led a couple of the working groups around GGF. And and a lot of that, <clears throat> what we were trying to do was moving organizations in the supply chain world um, away from having to use EDI and very expensive transactional costs with securely communicating with their suppliers. Yep. And so, and that's a lot of what we worked on, it wasn't the GGF is, is so much that kind of led towards other things, but um, was, you know, like actually helping with uh, shape some of the, the collabor collaboration standards around um, even like large file transfer protocols, I'm using wrapping things in soap and, you know, and, and, and transporting that. But um, we were creating back in um, 2001 to 2004 uh, was part of a startup where we were uh, creating these closed networks to because security was an issue. It's, you know, spoofing of, of some of these, uh, the messages between these systems that was really just kind of open, these open standards to the hacking capability. So we, part of our answer was that we had these closed networks that we would create for these OEMs. So they know that the only members of that network were their partners. Uh, and, and, but we even went so far as creating like edge devices and streamlining communication between these things. But what's exciting to me, I like you around blockchain is not so much like how some of the, the initial uses of it, like the, the Bitcoin stuff, but is the, is the foundational, the, 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 the infrastructure aspect of the technology, yep. how that could, you know, talking with, so I've got one client that I'm actually helping. Um, uh, they've got an ICO scheduled for the spring. So I'm working with them on that, that launch. I've got another perspective, uh, client that is in the healthcare side of the world. Think about that. If you were able to go in and securely share your personal medical information, so your identity, all that information, and you control who then sees that, what is seen, but then can be shared with as you move out of state with a new medical provider. Like it is just rife with, uh, with, uh, uh, you know, problems with errors now. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. And you remove the storage from a, a specific entity and it goes out into the untrusted world in a good way, secured, but out in the world through these, these distributed nodes. So there is no central authority anymore, which is great. The, the issue that I see kind of what's interesting right, right now is more of a thought experiment is the, um, the current 
problem that I see with blockchain and, and let's go back to the web. When the web first came out, people were like, wow, this is really great. But, you know, we really need to be able to securely uh, have credit card transactions. And it took a little bit while. And then people were like, oh, we have this thing called SSL and privacy, private key security. And we were able to have HTTPS. I have a feeling there's a log jam with blockchain truly being accepted by the enterprise and it's around private key management. Blockchain is, is required. It requires that you be able to securely lock your stuff with a private key. So I have this medical record, these medical data. I have to have my private key. Well, what if I lose it? Gone. Your records are all gone. And that's not going to work. And I think whoever figures out like that problem, they're going to be able to take on Amazon. And I'm, I'm not trying to be like, loft you that i think that blockchain has the ability to create the next amazon company that, that, that could become even the next trillion dollar company uh, or become the first one because there's some really hard things to figure out and someone's going to figure it out remember blockchain was basically an idea that one guy or maybe a small group of people one, one woman one person or a small group of people came out with uh 07 09 ish so they just sort of thought this up. I think that there's that one person, that one small group of people who are going to say, oh, hey, I've got a way to store private keys in a way that will work across and that will never be forgotten, but is in fact secure, something that I can hold on to. I'll never forget it. And yet has the, uh, you can't steal it from me. Is there uh, just, a, you know, just what about LastPass? <laughs> There's yeah yeah we could spend a half hour talking about this stuff who knows I, there's there's gonna be something and I think that's really cool but when I come back to blockchain at, at where I'm at personally it's more just the geeky side I love the theory behind it and in particular the the thing called proof of work which is one of the tenets of of most blockchains not all of them is just so geeky cool and it's so simple yet so beautifully awesome. Um, it's just fun to, to be a part of. I've got some blog articles I've got written that are just like my takes on it because it's interesting. If we take it back to our world, like SharePoint, Office 365, and Azure, I don't have a good story yet. Like I can't tell you the best things, but I think people are going to figure out ways to use blockchain to help secure uh, and se securely store documents that this is in fact the document. Mm -hmm. uh, I think smart contracts can get involved where the idea that when something occurs, you are guaranteed that external and internal events within Azure Office 365 SharePoint do in fact occur, that they verify it occurred. Uh, they mean- and, and that was a, a, a very important part of the, of the supply chain communication is because you there had to be, you know, the sending back and forth of those, those acknowledgements yeah. to, to like verify this was received, this is what we're looking at. Yeah. And it's, it, it, again, I think the the principles underlying there is is it's kind of why a lot of organizations look at SharePoint as one version of the truth that we're all looking at the same thing. Again, the principle there of that, and so to to have a you know secure way as you're sharing this this information to to know that okay that is truly that data of record for yep. that activity. And that it has not at all been hacked in any way. Because if it's on the blockchain, it cannot, you get a hash of it. You basically say this document is basically impossible to have changed. This is in fact the document that was sent. So this is not going to be for a small company that just has documents they store. I mean, this would be 
a theory more around like enterprise at a high level where the document must be for maybe a legal hold. We want no ability for this document to have been hacked in any way. We need to know this is the document in fact that was needed for that. Uh, but I don't, I don't know, but that's interesting. And I, I'm excited to kind of be in the spot that, that we're in. I like this idea that we've got this new technology that I do believe is going to change the world. I always like to say there are two little caveats. One is I'm not a financial advisor. I'm in no way saying you should go buy uh, uh, cyber currencies. I, I am a buyer of it, so I do have skin in the game, but I'm doing that mainly because I want to see how the system works. But I do believe that some of the underlying cryptocurrencies, what they offer, is going to be the basis of where some solutions on blockchain are going to be built. It's just fascinating to watch. Yeah. I'm just happy that some of the hype got taken out. Hopefully the hype won't come back. Instead, we can start to build real applications on top of a, a protocol, an idea that I think is just amazing. Well, I think a lot of the, the, the thought, and, and, and well, look, we could go and you know, talk longer around the, that, just that, that topic of the fact that, you know, we need yeah. to get some regulatory bodies involved with it to be able to build some trust between some financial institutions. Yeah. And I mean, there are, I don't know, I don't know enough about the, the, the space. Again, I'm just dabbling. I'm more interested in the infrastructural part than, yeah. than a lot of the, the currencies, that side of it. Yep. Also, you know, begun investing in that to more as, uh, to, to learn about that. I know some uh, of our, you know, uh, mutual friends that are much more invested within the space. And, and one of the things that is, again, a side that I'm learning a lot about is the fact that it is, you know, the amount of money that's being raised by mm -hmm. startups in this space that are using initial coin offerings or ICOs versus the traditional venture route. Yeah. It's like four or five X. It's incredible. Cause it's so uh, easy, right? It's not right. But, but, it, but it's also, it's, but that's an important distinction there. It's like, you don't have to then be a professional investor of net worth in the millions of dollars to go in there and invest. But it's also not, you're, it's not like you're buying in options, you know, stock the same way. Yeah. You're essentially <clears throat> buying into technology and are owning a piece of what will become, yeah. you know, in the, in that. And so, and as, and, and as they, so it's like doing a Kickstarter campaign almost um, in that you're in risk, but very yeah, high it risk. is, it is high risk, but like all, right. Like all ventures, all ventures. Um, but if you, but by having a vested interest, by, by looking at the long tail of investment and having people that might actually use your technology, your platform, once it is developed, yeah. you're, you're also with that by allowing that type of investment, building your base Absolutely. people that are invested in seeing that it succeeds. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an exciting space. There's, there's a lot of risk there. I'm not a, uh, <laughs> anyway, an expert on those things, but yeah, you know, it, it, it is, uh, I mean, I was telling my, my daughter who, you know, Eric is at graduate school. She's at the university of Minnesota doing her master's in public health administration. And, and I was chatting with her, talking to her about this prospective client in the healthcare space. And I said, "Is it come up in your program? Are you guys talking about that? She's like, never heard of it. Very really? next day, very next day, she a voicemail from her. It's like, dad, yeah, it's like the major discussion now. Like it came up and we're talking. She's, she's like, so thank you for uh, prompting me that. Cause she went and looked at some stuff and read up on it. So she actually had something to say about it the next day. But yeah, yeah it, it's, okay. I think it's going to revolutionize a number of industries Healthcare is one of those. So, 
Yeah. Healthcare for sure. I think financial as well. The other thing I would I look at would also help me think, wow, this is something is look at the Microsoft investments Microsoft's making. They're building a very solid infrastructure to be able to run enterprise blockchain, not cryptocurrency, like straight up enterprise blockchain. They're heavily involved in the community to help develop the underlying technology and underlying protocols to build business applications. And even they are admitting we don't fully know what to build with this yet. We're just making sure that we are going to be the infrastructure uh, uh, vendor of choice. So you know, there's, there's also, I went and joined in the MVP communities. I joined the group around that. Mm -hmm. um, and there's like, I, there was only like 20 people in there. Yeah. And like, I was surprised by that. Thousands of MVPs and all the different technologies. And there's only, there's less than 20 new. of us. It's that new right now. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to participate right now because it does require such heavy coding. Uh, but it's still interesting. I'm trying to just stay. I'm just trying to keep my nose above water on the knowledge of it so that if I ever see an opportunity, be like, cool, let's pull people together and let's make this happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. exciting. Well, you know, Eric, I mean, it's, it's an interesting topic. I know they, I'm, I'm actually down in LA for three days next week meeting oh, with cool. this client. So Good. starting to plan for that ICO. So it's uh, exciting stuff. I'll have to give you the inside information on that and All uh, right. what's happening. <laughs> nothing. See, there's nothing illegal about that. I'm just going to tell you about what I'm working on and, and if you choose to invest, that's yeah. That's yeah, a hard word to use some of the stuff, but yes, I, I I hear you, and I that's yeah. great. I hope the I hope the best for him for sure. Well, thanks a lot, Eric, and Thank uh, thanks for uh, and, how, and and how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way to for people to reach out to you? Easy way is remember my name at Eric Overfield or at EricOverfield.com or give us a call here at Pixelmill Pixelmill.com. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot, right Eric. On. Thank we'll you. Good talking to you. All right. Bye. Bye. All.